Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Kobe Bryant, 24. I love you so much, especially number eight. When you had the low haircut, even with the fro, I wasn't a big fan of the fro, but I like the fro too. You <laughs> got the rings with Shaq. It was all good, but you double back with Paul Gasol, Lamar Oden, and them boys. I love Kobe B. Bryant. Hey, shout out to Kobe, man. Uh, KG, Tim Duncan. Um, who else? Tamika, Tamika Ketchens, I think, was a part of the class as well. Rudy Tomdanovich. Um, I'm going to keep it a buck. I, I didn't watch any of it. I didn't either. Uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was going to be Friday. I thought it was going to be Saturday, but I has kept seeing. I didn't keep seeing, but I saw the picture of uh, his daughter with the jacket. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. damn. Didn't nobody say shit? Like, what mm-hmm. the hell? I feel like didn't nobody tell us. No, <laughs> I feel like that, that was the same shit. Like, it wasn't no, they kept announcing a date where they was going to have it playing and shit like that. They they literally just had, like, a lot of, like, the KG and Tim Duncan's up there, the Kobe's and shit like that mm-hmm. with yeah. all, like, the previews for it. The greatest class, though. I mean, we got basically like three top 20-ish players of all time in one class. Um, and even Pia's rocking a Tim Duncan shirt as we speak. So I think those are on sale. I think we were supposed to promote them. So go to Bleach Report Shop and buy Tim Duncan KG. I don't know. Was there any Kobe pieces? I didn't even look. Was there Kobe pieces? I highly doubt it because, you know, Vanessa ain't going. Oh, yeah. Vanessa oh, yeah. about, yeah. Uh, Shout out to Duncan Vanessa. KG. Yeah. yeah. Don't, I don't even want them to have Kobe stuff. That one where KG yelling and Tim Duncan, yeah, that shit go. That I like that one. That one go hard to me. Well, I asked for Kevin Garnett when they just sent me two Tim Duncans to the same exact shirt. I like. I'm not gonna make a big deal to disrespect Tim Duncan. I prefer to have a Kevin Garnett with the Timberwolves shirt though. But it's okay. Tim Duncan is Tim Duncan. Big Tim Duncan of, is amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I would prefer the Tim Duncan shirt. I like KG so. intensity. His intensity matched me more. But I love Duncan skill. Mm, the bank shot. The bank shot. Yeah. Um, let, let's let's go through some things going around the league because this weekend is the last I weekend of regular. Get to the comments. I just oh. saw him about to get to the comments. Oh my fault, Mike. I ain't, ain't want to cut oh, you well, off. We got we got a couple comments and also we got some we got to bring up on the pod. Uh, first comment comes from the Tricksters. He says, "Bro, I was walking when this dude D Mills said Easy E is from Scranton. I had stopped dead in my tracks." <laughs> D Mills, I hope I hope that shit like that's where like moments where you just learn forever like. If somebody ever asked you that shit again, you'd be like, no, he's from Compton. Yeah. You can't mess up on that shit ever again, bro. Uh, <laughs> next one comes from Baller Boy. And did y'all know about this? It says Mike's look, Mike looks more and more like a real life person every day since the cut. He was a GTA man. I seen a couple comments saying I look like a GTA character. Now that they say, yeah. Now that they say, yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Because GTA yeah. characters, you sit in the chair and you could just say, I want pink hair. And you have pink hair. And you get dread. Oh, no, okay. Maybe it's both. It's but both. I, you get clippers to your head and get braids. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, last one comes from Josh Moreau, who says, I think fuck. I think I fuck with y'all messing with Derek more than I fuck with the pods sometimes, which is crazy. Dang. We just need a whole series of us fucking with Derek. The pod is fucking with Derek because Derek, he makes it easy. Nobody, he, makes it easy. They, he said that as if like, before we start the show, us three coming to the Zoom without Derek and be like, listen, we going, we going. No, it's just that Derek <laughs> is the one who said screen with EV. <laughs> if it was Mike, I'd be on Mike's, but you know, Mike, it's, Mike and Derek have the most moments of shit like that. Mike's just come with basketball, Terry Rozier. Derek kind of has like a, he's versatile. He'll give you some basketball where like Pascal Siakam is below Kevin Love and 
Millsap, and I forget the rest of the list. It was bad. He also give you Easy E from Scranton. That's why I'm excited for today's episode to see like awards. How I, think I always you can get love. me more so with pop culture than basketball. You're getting, hey, you're bro. definitely better with basketball now. We than got you something we gotta talk about. We got something to talk about. I heard y'all talked about it for a little bit, but I wasn't. There. But there, do you remember what happened on May fifth? No, that's a, that don't read no bill. That's a very specific date. It, well, I just went back to the tweet, but the dude, my homie Brian Marsh had tagged all of us in a screenshot where he had caught you in Hannah's face. And for oh. some reason, that validated you blocking him. Yeah. Can I just ask why? Doug, well, I have to address this on air. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just asking. We all thought was like, why, why would he block him? Why? Like, I just want to know. Because he was being so childish, bro. It was so, it was so, he was acting like he caught me lacking. He was like, oh, look. He did catch you lacking. How was I lacking? I was just sitting in someone's space. I, I mean, in, obviously, me, me and KB was talking about. I was like, I join everyone's space just to see what people are talking about. <laughs> and I was just literally just listening. It wasn't like I was in there talking. Or, I was really just chilling, listening down loud. And he but was talking like, is, told me like he was like, look at him. He ain't think nobody was gonna catch him, but he right here. And I was like, Bro. <laughs> it was a funny ass tweet, by the way. I, I I think he did a great job setting that one up. It said, of course, D Mills in here, but he was in there too. So it's not like that shit was a bad spot of town. He caught you. Like, the reason I say he caught you lacking is because it seems like your ass was hurt enough that you had to block him. Like, you don't want to get caught no more. Yeah. No, like I blocked that. him because he kept tweeting me. And well, he was tagging Pierre too. He was tagging some other, he was tagging all four of us. So right. I just blocked him because I was just like, bro, you just want, you just trying to get attention. And I just said, fuck it. I would say Spaces and Clubhouse. I've been on Clubhouse in like two months, though. Um, they need an anonymous thing. Because sometimes I'd be wanting to go on people's spaces, but I don't want people. Like, they were after um, after the NFL draft, like, Fields gets drafted. And, I, you know, I follow a bunch of Chicago fans. So I jump into somebody's spaces because, y'all know, I don't follow football enough. So I'm trying to learn what's going on. And they're like, oh, my God, is that Kenny? And I'm like, no, bro. I just want to listen to y'all talk about this draft because I don't know what the hell is going on. So nah, they, sh they should have it. They just work, man. You got you to gotta talk. <laughs> You gotta. You should have just got up there and told them. I'm just here to listen. No. -uh. Like D Mills came to me. Me and Matt, Master had called me last week, and we were just chopping it up. He's like, we got to do a space or some shit. So he started a space. I jumped in there, and D Mills came in there, and D Mills didn't say a fucking word. And I'm like, I was at the gym. Oh, okay. When I was really listening to y'all while I was working out. I was just, and I, I didn't really feel like talking about uh, what they was talking about. I was trying to get you in there because you. They was talking about the Bears. He was a Bears fan. A little yeah. bit. But that is why that you block my mans. I block niggas for just saying stupid shit to me. I feel like that was stupid shit. I, I, just, I just mute people nowadays. I don't even get around to the block. If a motherfucker be like, oh, Pierre was in the space. So. Yeah, that's how it really was. It was Everybody saw that I was in the space. It literally says okay. your name at the top of the screen. I'm in the space. The fuck? <laughs> All right. I'm going to be in there next week too, motherfucker. <laughs> But that's what that's what Mike's point is to you, D Mills, is that you making it more of a thing because of the uh, extent you taking it to. No, he literally blocking he, him for exposed to some shit that wasn't nothing to be exposed. Motherfucker, <laughs> anybody who follows me sees that I'm in that space. The fuck. All right, we're spending way too much time on this. Let's let's, let's talk about some hoops, man. I just unblock, don't want unblock, unblock the homie though. Give him a second chance. That's all I'm saying. Unblock him. All right. I got um, it. before we even get today's our award show 
episode. We are not predicting who will win the awards. We're saying if we had a ballot, which we should eventually get, these are the players that we would vote for. Um, but before we get to that, let's talk about this weekend because it's the last weekend of the NBA regular season, and a lot of things are happening. Yesterday, we saw the Clippers intentionally lose a game. Ty Lue going to say that wasn't intentional, but we know it was. Basically, right now, what they guaranteed after losing that game is that no matter what, they won't go against the Lakers in the first round. That, that was the reason for it. And now they put Denver in a weird position with their last game of the season because they have to decide would they rather play against the Trailblazers or would they rather play against the Trailblazers or Mavs or would they rather go against the Lakers? Because if they win this last game, they're going against the Lakers. And if they lose it on purpose, then they're setting themselves up to go against the Mavericks or the Trailblazers. So Denver has their own faith in their hands, and it's going to be very interesting to see who they think would maybe be the easier or the better matchup for them. And this is why the playing is such a good idea because, I mean, we two, last two games of the season, last two days of the season, nothing is set in stone except for well, – what, what direction you think y'all, do you think they're going to want to go in? They're not going to want to go against the Lakers. I'll tell I, you agree. That sure. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> They would have home court though. That don't mean shit. And Mount Mount High in, in Denver. LeBron ain't played in two months. That does mean something, but just not against the Lakers. Not against they the have, they would still have home court against the Blazers too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would. They would. Um but I think it's <laughs> that's just very interesting. As of right now, the only thing that is set in stone still is that the one seat is secured by the Philadelphia 76ers. It is secured that the um the the Celtics are the seventh seed, so they only have to win one game to get in. And then after that, everything else is pretty. Oh, and we we are, we know for sure that the Spurs are the tenth seed. Like that's it. With two days left for the season, we don't know any matchups. So like we can't even give y'all a preview because we don't know who the fuck is going against each other. Tuesday we'll know for sure, and we got play in, and then we'll do our playoff prediction. So that's why we decided today is the All NBA and uh, Awards show. I do want to say something before we dive in. Um, you know, I've been humble. I've been gracious. I have been, you know, just enjoying the ride. <clears throat> but it is time for me to get on my J. Cole and start popping my shit. So I'm ready whenever y'all are, mm. D-Mills and KB. The Knicks are better than the Bulls. Mm. So I'm ready for my gifts or my, uh, what do you call them? My rewards whenever mm. y'all are ready. Double or nothing. You sure you want to do that? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, I'm gonna say, shit, motherfucker, triple it. <laughs> you, don't like, you don't like your chances next season, KB? Y'all got a shot. I don't, mean, I don't even know what the roster, the roster looks. Like. I don't even know what the roster looks like next year. You know, you, you have Zach and Nikola Vucevic. That's yep. a good starting two pieces to have. So mm -hmm. I agree with Mike. Do you want to double it up? What What are we at now? Two. 250. 250? Uh, 250. Damn, Darren, what the fuck is you on? <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to double or nothing? Y'all think I'm going to be rich next year? Yes. I, I would hope so. I, I'm hoping so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just pay you. We can make another bet next season that's not 250. How much would you want it to do? I may have to throw a G on it. If you think I'm going to be rich. You can do a G. <laughs> like, <laughs> we got I mean, you know now nah, i ain't gonna go I it's a limit i, I don't want nobody to think i'm rich I don't, i'm not doing nothing over a g but i mean a g a g sounds sweet to me no let's I, wait I, 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 i'm gonna pay you for this season and then after the off season we'll make another bet 
after we, and then I maybe I'm not even confident. Shut up. <laughs> your team got to make the playoffs first. Yeah, yo, yo, any bet I do with you is that you got to have some type of uh, hierarchy. You can't be my team making it in the playoffs and being seven C as the Lakers with budget. <laughs> okay, so we got that figure out with K- KB. Derek, talk to me because your thing is different than KB. KB can live the cash app, whatever. You have to physically go out and get mine. Do you do you have any particular wine that you want? Since this your since this your reward, I want to make sure you pick out what you want. Okay, well, explain this to me real quick because we I want us to get to the thing. Uh, what's the gauge? Because I I had told you, um, my boy Ryan Bombach had sent me some shit, but that would be ordering and all type of shit. We can do this in a, a more simpler way, but you got to tell me gauges. You got do you have a threshold uh-huh. you want me to hit? Do I have a limit? Uh, do I get a super expensive bottle for $80? That, or do I get $65 is super specific, by the way. $65? If it's going to be something like $65, then I'll just take a few um, Cooper's Hawks. Okay. I'll take a few, like a collection of Cooper's Hawks. Okay. Give me like a night jar, sweet red, a night jar, and two sweet reds. You better send some of that to Julius Randle for saving your ass. I would, but I don't. Thibodeau. I, I would, but I don't want them to get drunk. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. nice, how you decent. So you got my order, though, uh, D-Mills, because if you get yeah. it wrong, you got to buy three more bottles. Okay. So what did he I ask? said, okay, too quick to that, bro. I'd have been like, you know, write that down. That's because he already knew. That's because he already knew. That's definitely like the same thing I would get. Okay. So back to this, what are we starting with? The Through the Wire War Show. Uh, I think this is the fourth one we've done. So we've been, a, we've been right? This is the fourth war yeah, show be, we've done. I'll be feeling like we've been doing it for six years. But. I know. I know. We vets in the game. We, we about to be off that Ricky contract. I guess we start off with MVP. Um, do we have a, a Through the Wire unanimous MVP this year? I have MVP is Jokic. Okay. Jokic. Okay. I already said Jokic. I don't know if you heard me. Okay. Oh, so, <laughs> so, so unanimous MVP according to Through the Wire is Nikola Jokic. Was there anybody that was close to y'all that that could have potentially won this, or was it a runaway? The runaway for me personally. I yeah, mean, I personally. have other people up here, but it was a runaway. Yeah, it was. A runaway. Yeah, it, it was a runaway just because a dude that was closest to him. I think he just like he just played more games than him. You know, yeah. he he stayed durable. Yeah, when you play all 82 games, I mean, well, short season. Yeah, 72. I mean, you kind of is the runaway. When your other guy missed like 15, 20 games, and yeah. My question to y'all, when y'all were putting together this list, how much did that matter this season? Because I know we, I know it matters every season, but now with health and safety protocol, has many people getting injured, how much did it matter? Because, like, when me personally, of course, James Harden deserved to be on an all-NBA team. Same thing with Kevin Durant. Same thing with Kyrie. But each of them missed such a big bulk of the season. Some of them, I'm not saying which ones. Some of them didn't make my all-NBA teams because Man. they missed like 50% of the season. Man. that That's how, I mean, it didn't play a big part to me. But it did, like, I'm going to just say it for Kevin Durant. He missed a lot of, like, a lot of time. He only played 33 games this yeah, season. He missed over half the season. Missed. So for him, I can't ignore it. But like for MB, MB was still like my second MVP pick. It's just that in comparisons to Jokic, it plays a part, but it don't play a part to where he don't get no love. Right. And that's why I was a runaway is that Jokic had him beat there. And then Steph Curry, the season he had, only got them to the eighth seed. 
which Jokic got him there. So that's why I was a runaway to me. But I ain't sitting there talking about. <sighs> to me, I don't think it really takes away as much. But when you kind of look at what, like, him playing all every game this season is crazy. And, and you think got to think about the injuries that they had on that team. They needed him for every one of them games to, for them to have the type of record he did. So that's why I kind of like, okay, it you know, that that's what an MVP does, you know? Yeah. So I also had Joel Embiid as my second, my runner-up. Um, for the first half of the season or so, it was very Joel Embiid heavy for sure as far as MVP. Like I even remember Derek on the show saying like Joel Embiid is my MVP so far. And I like I agree. Like, yeah, he, he's the guy. Um, but I agree with what y'all said. I mean, him missing that amount of games definitely hurt. And then not only that, while he was gone, Jokic was taking the fuck off at the same time. <laughs> so it's like Jokic propelled. And with all the injuries and all the things that his team has had, they have not fallen off. They have not fell off at all. Um so, yeah, I think Joel at number two, I think, is a good spot. And even he he took it with stride because he kind of know. He's like, if it wasn't meant to be this season, then that's fine. Next year might be the year he wins it, you know, as long as he can stay healthy. That's the luxury of playing with Ben Simmons. You can get hurt and your team not fall off. You know what I'm saying? Oh. You're playing with another MVP-type player. Okay. Shit like okay. that happens. You know okay. what I'm saying? I'm glad Embiid took it that way. Like, he he's just going to use it as a little extra motivation for him to keep going into next season. Because yep. he already said, like, didn't last season he said he was going to win MVP and defensive player of the year? Yeah, I think it was last year or two years ago. He was like, that's his goal. And then he failed dramatically. Um, <laughs> you know, he's always going to be, I think for the rest of his career, as long as he's healthy, he's going to end up top five in MVP candidacy. He's, he's just that damn good. And probably top five in defensive player of the year as well because he's that damn good. Which is nothing wrong with that. That's that still shows your impact. You don't have mm-hmm. to win the award for people to know that you're that dude. He's going to get one at least in his yeah. career. He's going to get at least one. I was going to say, I hear what you're saying, but you want to win one. You do want to win one, but like even if like Ben Simmons doesn't ever win one, we know for a fact that Ben Simmons defensively impacts the court so much defensively that. But he needs to win one because of how we saying all that, then he needs to have one. Because like twenty five years from now, nobody, my kids ain't gonna be like, man, Ben Simmons, he was not, he was, he was in the top five seven years in a row. Like no. Yeah, but when you really look at that, you really putting it into the hands of the media and the voters, like. They always like they they vote so wrong sometimes that it it unfairly goes to someone who That's, tries to deserve it. They need to get their shit together. I'm trying to think. I I decided to go back. Who Wait, I'm, I'm asking you, Demir. My fault, KB. Mm-hmm. But would you rather be nominated seven times in the MVP race or have an MVP? No, I would much rather have it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know who fits into this category? That's good enough to potentially win Defense Player of the Year, but probably never will. Drew Holiday. That's a good – I was thinking Miles Turner. Oh. He's good enough to potentially win in one year, but I don't think he ever will, you know? And, and Exactly. Great example because he is on Twitter, if you pay attention, and he's he's commenting on it, he, these things because fuck a nomination. Like, I see what you're saying, Demi. It's a, I guess that would, that would be the way to, to make you feel good about yourself. But at the end of the day, guys want to be nominated. They want their name in there more than being just mentioned. I see Miles Turner on Twitter all the time, like – they ain't never gonna learn, or when am I gonna get my respect, or how many years we gonna do this? Like he just recently tweeted something because yeah. it's like enough is enough. They they want that they want that accolade. And you know it's yeah. crazy. He deserves to be in the conversation for defensive player of the year for sure. But when I was putting together like my top three, he didn't make it. But if you look at like the own all statistics of their team defensively, they're terrible when he's not on the court, and they're elite when he's on the court. So he deserves some type of love. But I think what hurts him a lot. Um, and I don't know how we just transitioned to defense player of the year without without finishing MVP. What helped what hurts him a lot is he got injured and he ain't he ain't played yeah. in like a month. 
He got injured. What do you got? Like oblique? Just yeah, he got he. Got yeah, injured. I think it's a for something in his foot. Oh yeah, plant his fresh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he did get hurt though. He did get hurt. He's not in my top three either. Yeah, but he, I mean, he deserves some love, so here's his love. Like, the defensive on-off numbers are ridiculous. Like, it's in the 95, 90 percentile when he's on the court, and when he's off the court, <laughs> it's terrible. It's just really, really bad. Um, okay, who are y'all third in MVP? I got Stephen Curry. Um, what he's doing out there is ridiculous. Um, he's showing you that even when you get double-teamed consistently, you can still get your shit off if you know what you're doing. Hmm. Yeah, I had Stephen Curry, too, for all the reasons he just said. And, like, with all the attention on him, he's still damn near about to be in a – yeah, I think he's, like, almost a less than 2% away from 180 club. Like, that's just ridiculous from a player like him. Yeah, I see I had Steph. Uh, we haven't had the same ballot. Okay, so we – okay, we all got top three. Who's number four on MVP? I don't have a fourth. I just okay, you kept it top. Okay. But I can give you a fourth. It would probably be like Giannis. Or something. Yeah, I don't know. I did yeah. top three on every award, but for some reason I put five on MVP. So we don't have yeah, – <laughs> to finish my ballot, I had four Giannis and five Luka. That was my top five in MVP. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know why that was five and everything else got three. So those are Through the Wire's official MVP votings. This year, um, just, that's just what it is this year. Like, I think it is. I think that's the way it's going to finish too. You know, maybe Steph Curry ends up number two on, in the media ballot, maybe. But, like, those are the three, I believe. Rookie it's of the year. About to be the same shit. You think so? About to be the same shit. Let's Unless see. one of y'all say, oh, I got Anthony Edwards, but it's going to be Anthony Mike, Edwards. Mike, no. <laughs> who, who do you have? I have LaMelo Ball. Okay. I what have LaMelo Ball. Are we going to yeah. go around or you want me to play why? I, 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 think, I think we all have LaMelo, but you tell me why you have him number one. Just, like, pure impact. You know, the, the Hornets... I, I didn't expect them to do really anything this year, especially with how young they are. But uh, I don't know. They just exceeded all expectations for me. And you talk about what LaMelo Dog, he, he's a, or LaMelo Ball did for them. He, he's the biggest reason why. He's, you know, brought a lot of that energy. I think he brought a lot of swag to them, a lot of confidence. He's got that team hooping. You know, Anthony Edwards, who's my next pick, I mean, he, he's been like a dog this year, especially towards, obviously, in the later half. But I think when you look at what he does for a team, the LaMelo Ball kind of, he kind of takes that over. Um, I have brings a, a different swagger to that culture that just wasn't even there before. Like he, he literally changed the culture of Charlotte to where now it's like exciting, livable, and it's just like you watch that team and you feel like, oh shit, I want to watch Charlotte games. When in the past you were like, I'm not really gonna watch Charlotte games. So mm -hmm. like, it's a completely different vibe. And then Edwards is just he's the second half of the season. He just took off offensively and he stepped up defensively. Like his defensive effort has taken a tremendous jump than what we thought he would bring when he was drafted. He's showing that he can actually do a little bit of everything on both sides of the ball. I agree with what you said with LaMelo. Because even when they had Kimball Walker and they were sitting around the seventh, eighth seed every year, I wasn't watching that shit. They're the same <laughs> record, but I'm actually watching them because LaMelo. Um, but here, here's the statistic on Anthony Edwards. He's averaging 23.6 points per game in the 30, 34 games after the All-Star break. Amazing. He's been killing it. Um, but I think LaMelo probably runs away with this award. But people people think that just because you pick LaMelo one means that you don't have any faith in Anthony Edwards. Like, it, I... I understand they're gonna get compared to each other for the entire their entire career because they'll probably be the best two players in the class. But me having Melo number one is not saying Anthony Edwards don't deserve some love. You know what I'm saying? And he's been killing it. Yeah, yeah. I got Lamelo. I mean, Lamelo just I like what he does. He does a little bit of everything. Um, they took they they made the biggest points is that he brought life into an organization. That's what you really want from a number one pick. 
which LaMelo wasn't, but that's what he's giving them. He's giving them a number one pick vibe because that's what that's what you do. You come in, you set a tone throughout the organization. You you bring life or you bring something that was some electricity that was missing. That's what you want when you're getting a top a top pick, and that's what, exactly what he did. Anthony Edwards is hooping. I do want to see more from Anthony Edwards, though. I think a lot of people picking him because he can because he's scoring, but it's like. It's, it's more to the game than scoring. And LaMelo is doing more than scoring. He's scoring. He's assisting. He's like we said, he's bringing a swagger. It's a different tone when he's out there. It's a different excitement. As good as Anthony Edwards has been, I guarantee y'all still watch the, the same amount of Timberwolves games y'all did. Y'all Timberwolves games ain't jump up 50, uh, 20 games. Like, oh, I, I'm what? No, you probably see that Anthony Edwards got 22 by half and then you tune in. But you ain't looking at the Timberwolves on the schedule and like, oh, I'm going to tune into that game. You're, you're not because it's different than just scoring and bring in a life and a swagger and energy and excitement. It's two different things. And I'm not saying Anthony Edwards can't or won't do it, but as of right now, to me, he's just scoring, which is a good thing for a rookie to do. But what LaMelo is doing is just different. It's different than just putting up the scoring numbers. Um, and, and it's going to be interesting to see how how they, how they ship parallel to each other as the years come, because LaMelo is in a situation where it's kind of like his reigns to take, Anthony Edwards is kind of like with Carnton Towns. He's with D'Lo. They're probably about to have another lottery pick. So it's going to be interesting so. to see how things go. Yeah, ho- hopefully. Um, <laughs> it's be interesting to see how that goes, though. But, you know, hopefully Anthony Edwards, you know, uh, if Cat if does stay and able to put something together, it will be because of Anthony Edwards. Because yep. he's kind of giving them a glimpse of hope. Because it was dim for a minute. It was super dim. Yeah, he's the key to unlock whatever the Timberwolves could potentially be. You know, so... Uh, number three, we all got Reese. Yeah, I got Tyrese. Tyrese has been good. That's all we really need to say. He's yeah. he brought some life into that team, even though they 15 straight years of missing the playoffs. It's official, tied for the longest streak in the history of basketball. It's just insane, insane. I think those top three were just locks. He like he needed. Mm-hmm. There's like, a lot I, of things going on. Um, he had a lot of opportunity. He hooped. Wiseman was hurt. I think it's some other guys in his draft who are more long term guys in short war like Patrick Williams. I don't think that the Bulls drafted Patrick Williams to be the rookie of the year. It's not right. that ain't the plan. Um Obi Toppin, like it, he was just in a weird situation where like Julius Randle is an all-star all NBA player now and he's drafted at his position and the Knicks are a playoff <laughs> team. So now he's playing like this rookie role that I don't think nobody anticipated him having. So that's weird. Um like well, Isaac Coro was a was a project Coro. too. Yeah, know? it's like so uh, I think I still like a lot of these guys, and I don't think it's a big deal that some of the some of the top picks aren't in the conversation, or because Reese was picked with twelve or eleven, and he's in the, the conversation more than Patrick Williams. I don't think Bulls fans should be let down, or people should be talking shit because it's just like sit. That's what drafting is. It's situational. You know yeah, what I mean? You, so, you shouldn't give up on your young prospects too early. Like ever, it takes a time. It takes time to adjust an NBA. That transition from college to NBA. Some people just don't do good in their rookie season. But not even that. It's like we've just seen yeah. so many times in history where it's like mine is a transition. It's just like why why would you give up in a year? That just yeah. don't make sense. <laughs> that was a case nobody would fuck with Steph Curry. Yeah, true. A lot of respect yeah. to um to this draft class because no summer league or anything. No preseason. They just got thrown into the fire. Um yeah. it was like go hoop, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Especially with all the injuries and stuff that happened, like a lot of these dudes had to become starters. They like play major roles for their team a lot earlier on, and you know they probably will without without any of that practice. Y'all want to go uh, six man of the year? Yeah. Derek, start off. Who's your your number one guy on your six man of the year? Jordan Clarkson. 
think it's clear cut. One of the best offensive guards you got coming off the bench in the league. Anybody? Anybody got anybody else as number one? I had I had Jordan Clarkson, but to me it was a it was a tougher decision, just like clear cut. Derrick Rose has been yeah, amazing Rose, this yeah. second half of the season, and yeah. it, and I think like what kind of gives Derrick Rose that boost, even though the stats aren't you know the same, it's just one he's been efficient as hell, and then two like you could see him down the stretch. He he you know alongside Julius Randle he takes over the game. Jordan Clarkson is you know he's a scorer he's a great scorer off the bench, but he doesn't really have that same impact you know down the stretch. I agree. I agree with you. I agree. And Mike sounds like a guy that watches Knicks games. And that's why this, for people who don't watch games, it ain't it ain't close. But, like, if you watch the Knicks and Mike see, like, the impact that Derrick Rose has and, you know, and it's not even sometimes closing the game. Like, Derrick Rose has stretches where he come in and he's three for three, six straight points with three assists, and it just changes the game. Oh, he's four for four, eight points. He ain't missed. He's just get And then, yeah, down the stretch – he does take some big shots. Julius Randle does too, but Derrick Rose makes those shots where the game is swinging back and forth. He hits a floater. He gets into the lane. You know what I mean? And then the presence that he had with that team, you know what I mean? Um, we we needed Derrick Rose. We, the New York Knicks needed Derrick Rose. Ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He changed He changed a lot. The stats won't look the same because Jordan Clarkson has had explosive 40-point games, and he's had games where he started and he shot 30 shots and you know, Derrick Rose is never going to do that or have that type of role. But I've also seen Jordan Clarkson not be on shit and the Jazz still win by 20. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think the only reason why um, Derrick Rose is not number one for me is just this is the conversation we had earlier about how many games, yada, yada, because he missed about 38% uh, of the season, um, while Jordan Clarkson has only missed like two games this whole year. So. Um, if Derrick Rose had played the same amount of games as Jordan Clarkson, I'm giving his ass this award for exact reasons y'all just said. He after the trade, I mean, I think y'all were a 500 team before the trade, and after the trade, it's been like I think 22 and 11 or some shit like that. I'm like he, that's how impactful he has been as a player. Um, I, and oh, I, 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 I want to get him an award too, bro. I want to. I think it hurts him too that he didn't start the season with us. Yeah, it does. Yeah, like, yeah. That was a, you know what I mean? That was a big thing. Like, Jordan, in that time of transition, Jordan Clarkson was running away with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And now that that's in, embedded in people here. Like, Derek, Derek said it was like, oh, it's a runaway. I think it's closer. But, like, in a lot of people's minds, it may still look like a runaway because if you just Google Derek Rowe's name and, and basketball reference, it just looks like, oh. But when you watching and you see, oh, shit, he just turned the game around. Even when he had – 13 points you just read the stat line but his 13 was felt and it changed the game who do you have for number three let me press pause on that somebody his presence was felt uh i think i had joe ingles <laughs> i think it's a, a a couple different people you can have there's actually a lot of decent people that came off the bench yeah um I had I that's a good one um i had tim hardaway tim hardaway started mm -hmm. to start he has, he's got a decent amount of games starting just because yeah, like you know what the Damn that, that fifteen years. So what what so the I'm criteria the criteria according to the NBA is you have to come off the bench fifty one percent of your games. So if Tim Hardaway started off half the season with a coming off and now he's on in the starting lineup, he he qualifies technically. Um but I, I got one of his teammates. I got Jalen Brunson is in, in my top three. It was between um, Shake Milton and Jalen for me. Yeah, he he's been he's been really quietly um, one of the pieces that's really helped them, especially when Porzingis being out, he picked up some of the offensive um, offensive workload. And then my homer pick is Thaddeus Young at number four. I know we only going three deep, but Thaddeus Young at number four has been um, 
a resurgence to his his career because last year his ass sucked. Um, yeah. And a lot of that was him. A lot of that was situational. And this year he was probably the second most impactful player throughout the whole season other than Zach Levine. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. I hear y'all, but I got to go with Ingles on that. I feel that too. Ingles fuck around and take the award too. I've been seeing, I've been reading like a, and listening to a lot of podcasts, and the people love Joe Ingles as six men a year. And I wonder how Jordan Clarkson will feel about that. Like, of course they brothers because they're teammates, but he wants that fucking award more. There's than no way that it, it, nope. Like if Joe Ingles winning, it's some racist shit going on. <laughs> but there's no way. Also, there's no, am, am I am I tripping? There's no way that Joe Ingles can win it, right? Joe Joe the, the what Joe Ingles has is the advanced stats over. Jordan Clarkson. That that would be the reason. His advanced stats are ridiculously great, and he shot a, a ridiculous percentage from the three. Um, yeah. So like the the stat nerds might pick Joe Ingles over uh, yeah. Jordan Clarkson. But I will say this for the in favor for Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> though, he do seem like he gonna be one of them dudes that's always in the conversation. As long as he's coming off the bench and doing what he do, he he, he always better, gonna be like he, those Lou he Will, better, he better all conference type dudes. He better win that award. That's all I'm gonna say. He better win that award. Funny as hell. I would definitely go on the ring. He said there's some racist shit going down. I'm just saying, like we we got to stop all that shit. If a, somebody is more, he's he's been he's been doing the same. When, what was the All Star game this season? Do y'all remember what month that was in? That was in March. Uh, it was in March. It was like yeah. March first. I'm so used to it being around Valentine's Day. I forgot. Right, that's why I asked because I completely forgot too. Um, I just want to take a look at Joe Ingles' stats because. Yeah, I mean, like, again, I'll be using cleaning the glass. I clean the glass, got every advanced statistics. His shit is all red hot, um, except for his turnover rate, which who fucking cares, right? Um, his on-off numbers, all hot. Even defensively, the team is better with him on the court. So, again, who, I don't know. I don't know. His What do y'all think his season high is? Oh, yeah, like 27. Yeah. He, did, he did have a 27 against Milwaukee, but his season high is 34. Okay. Um. Okay, let's move on to defensive player of the year because I think this could be interesting. Um, Pierre, who's your who's your winner? My winner is uh, Ben Simmons. That's but, what I figured. Um, I I do have to say this though because a lot of people do be going at Rudy Rudy, including like the players and Ben Simmons and whatnot. But like, this is probably is Rudy best defensive season, and like yeah. um, he is doing his thing for sure. Um, so. Again, it's kind of like what you said with the Lamelo and Anthony Edwards. I, I know a lot of people go at Rudy, um, but that ain't that ain't my thing. I, I'm just going with Ben because with Ben, like I understand that, and I think we, voters and everybody gonna have to understand that at this point, Rudy advanced numbers and on and off. They always gonna look a certain way. So I mean, he he's gonna have that. He's a center. He, you know what I mean? Like, and he's he's a dominant defensive center. So he's always gonna have that argument. But when you when we looking at basketball and we watching with our eyes and we looking at the, like an actual like defensive player of the year, it has to, like we don't get this, the type of defense that Ben Simmons plays. We don't get it that often. So let's reward it while we have it, because, again, no disrespect to Rudy, but we're going to always every era has had that dominant defensive center. But when you get a guy like Ben Simmons, who we toss this term around, he can guard one through this. He legitimately can. He legitimately can. Um, his size with his speed, how he moves at his size is still mind-blowing to me. Um, he, he can get under you. 
he can guard smaller guards, big guards, pick and roll. He gets put on a big, and they're not exposing him. They'll, they'll score him, no doubt about it. I'm not acting like Ben Simmons is just stopping. It's the, uh, it's the NBA. Everybody, you know, it's super yeah, talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for him to affect every level, and he's probably the best perimeter defender right now, um, is even another thing. And that's what I like about defense. Like, I like guys. Uh, I also like print protectors like Rudy. Don't get me don't get me misunderstood. But I like guys who say, "Oh shit, Trey Young killing us now. I'm gonna go guard him." Or Kevin Durant has guarded. Uh, I mean, Kevin Durant has been on a four consecutive thirty point game. I'm gonna take him. And that's what they do with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has guarded. Uh, they had a list. He guarded James Harden. He guarded uh, Greek Freak. They had like a li- it was a list of all the people, all the assignments that he had to take on. And it was a wide variety, v- variety in some of the elite of the elite players. Um, and I think that has to be acknowledged. Um, you know what I mean? And I think he's an anomaly defensively. Like Drew Holiday, it's only so much Drew Holiday can do. And he does an extreme elite job too. But it's like, it's like Drew Holiday if he was five inches taller. Right. Like See, imagine I- that impact. So, that, yeah. I went, I went with Rudy. You know, you said a lot of the major shit that, like, he was just having a, literally the best defense, like, a historically defensive season. And, like, I seen the names that he was, like, they were trying to compare him with, like, historically. It was, like, Ben Wallace, like, greatest defense of all time like that. I think he got I the, was even, like, on and off numbers since, for, like, the past 15 years. Like Right, right. And I was even watching, like, clips of, like, clips of him, and I seen one where he – they had turned the ball over. He had got back and he had stopped one person on the fast break that was about to go up for one. That was the Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, they passed it back. Somebody else is going to the rim. They turned their ass around, passed it to another dude. That was because he literally got them as God stopped the fast break by himself. He was like, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was like, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love everything you said about Ben Simmons, too. I think he literally got the title for like most versatile defender in the NBA, you know, And, and not only that, like. I've seen probably more times where Ben Simmons has like made a clutch defensive play to close out a game than I've seen him like, you know, clutch bucket wise. And, and, and I'm not trying to take away, but like you don't really see that many times where a defender is getting that steal that closed out the game or a block or he switches on to a big and gets a stop. So, yeah, versatile defender, that, that's definitely Ben Simmons got that. But I think Rudy's got a defensive player for this year. What about yeah, you, Gary? Yeah, when you watch Ben Simmons, the ability to be able to guard wings, guards, bigs, it's just it's something that you just gotta like admire because you're not gonna really see that throughout the years of your career of watching basketball. He's one of those dudes that he's once in a every ten years maybe. So like when you watch him and you see him guard Damian Lillard, who had 22 at half and now he finishes the game with 30 points. Like that's the type of impact that Ben Simmons has when you put him on the other team's best player. He can completely just like shut him down with his length and his athleticism. It's kind of just something that as an offensive player, you don't really want to go against. And there's no really game plan to even go at him because there's no weaknesses in his defensive game. So you can't really even try to nitpick at him. You can't post him up because he's too big. You can't try to go by him because he's too laterally fast. So like, you, it's, this time is a great guy to try to watch him play basketball. Because so if he, you really look at his stats, like you probably gonna be like, ah, he ain't really doing much. But well, he, I think he was like a block and a steal. If I'm not mistaken. Just before KB go, you finished up, D-Mills. These are the names of the assignments he's had the task of. Bradley Beal, LeBron James, James Harden, Jeremy Grant. We know Jeremy Grant had a streak. Uh, I remember that streak when Jeremy Grant had like a 30-point streak and Ben Simmons came and flooded that shit real quick. Uh, <laughs> Damian Lillard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic. Like, 
that's a that's a crazy list. Those are the elite of the elite in this league. And they all do Bradley Bill and Giannis off of the Kumpo. That's a that's a big ass margin. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that's 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 super crazy. And Don Rivers is the thing, but he doesn't start Ben Simmons on those guys either. But that goes that goes to my criticism with Giannis. It's like, yeah, we can have a scheme, but once a guy starts fucking you up, the scheme and that's not mm-hmm. all Giannis. I meant Bootenholzer and Giannis. Like that when Jimmy Butler was fucking him up, I get y'all have a scheme, but at a certain point, we have to break our scheme because the scheme is getting tr- shitted on. Not even that, bro. To me, I, when you were, you were supposed to be that caliber of a defensive player, that shit is pride. You know, I think that's pride at the end of the day. When it's, you got their best player coming at you and like that, like you're not going to go guard him. Hey. It's not like he was a center. And, you're and a it's Jimmy like, Butler. You go guard him. Yeah, it ain't going there, guy. Did you pick Ben Simmons? You just talked about him, but that was your yeah, Ben MVP. Simmons was my number one guy. Okay, um, Rudy was my second. Rudy is my guy. I don't. I, P, when Pierre Pierre did it perfectly, he he laid out the pros and the cons for each player. I think he did it greatly. Um, I'm just putting. I think me and Pierre diff diff have di- very different opinions when it comes to defensively, and that's completely okay. I still believe that the center position is the most impactful defensive player on the court, just because the the paint is the easiest place to score and when you look at the numbers and look at the utah jazz or look specifically at what rudy gobert does versus any other center in the league there's nobody coming into the paint he's in a percentile literally by himself and i think that is insane i I honestly do believe that as long as rudy gobert is playing like rudy gobert you can run out four other players that don't know what the fuck they're doing and he'd be able to hold his own and hold the team to be a good defensive team um, but everything is true. I think Mike, the most versatile defender in the league right now, bar none. That's that's a great way to explain Ben Simmons. But like overall individual impact, I think I have to go Rudy Gobert for the third time in his career because even he is putting up significantly better defensive numbers this year than he did two years ago when he won it or three years ago when he won it. And the game is so much better even between now and then. The pace is higher. The point score per game is higher. But his advanced stats are better than even then. Like like he's clamping shit up at an extreme level. Um, and I love that, but, but like, I always hear people cause y'all know I've been a big Rudy Gobert guy on this podcast for years now. Um, and they'll show the Ben Simmons game where he had 40, Ben Simmons fucking destroyed him. You'll show the Ben Simmons game, the Jokic game. Rudy Gobert is not an individual defender. You know what I'm saying? He is a team defender. I got all of this shit, but I don't want him guarding Joel and B one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? Those are the type of things that he's. I mean, he's okay yet, but there's not really anybody stopping Joel Embiid from scoring from Joel Embiid thing. And that's why I think where the casual fan doesn't realize the impact of Rudy Gobert because they'll look at a box score and see, oh, shit, Ben Simmons averaged 15, but he put up 40. You know what I'm saying? Or or Joel Embiid put up 40 against the defensive player of the year. That's not what Rudy Gobert does as a defender. Um, and, and, hey, and maybe there's an argument that, shit, if you're the defensive player of the year, that you should be able to do that. And I, I understand that argument too, but I think that, like, like – like, I, uh, I got the numbers right here, bro. Field goal percentage at the rim where Rudy Gobert is down there is fucking this. He's in the 96th percentile. And the only people above him are, like, players that don't play enough minutes. You know what I'm saying? Those are, like, fucking uh, Metu, who's played, like, 200 minutes the whole season. Um, it's just, yeah. It I, I look at his defense, and I'm like, wow, he is fucking ridiculous. No, yeah, I mean. That's why I had to start off with like he he always don't have that conversation, but like again, it's not that the center position ain't important defensively, but 
we get those every – they're always there. Like, the defensive centers have dominated the game. We don't get Ben Simmons versatile-type defenders like that. So, when we get them, we need to acknowledge what the fuck they're doing. Simply. Yeah. It's I mean, been- the argument – I can't really put an argument against Rudy because this is – he's a two-time defensive player of the year, and he's thrashing those numbers. This is his best defensive year, mm-hmm. and the team is at their best. So I can't make an argument against him. I can only make my argument really for Ben Simmons. I, right. I can't really go against Rudy. And I, I wanted people to know, like, just like the, the Rookie of the Year award, because I'm picking Ben Simmons don't mean I don't acknowledge Rudy. Mm-hmm. I, I acknowledge what Rudy does. He's going to do it for the next until I, I guess he can't walk. But with all this being said with Rudy, Ben Simmons, I feel like is right there with him. Right there. You know, he's right, right there, there with him. And he's not a center. And he's versatile. And a guy, he's guarding one-on-one at times while also, you know, he has good on-and-off numbers as well. They're just not Rudy Gobert, you know. Right. Rudy Rudy Gobert shit is legendary. Ben Simmons is great, but it just ain't like, you know. Who y'all got number three? Because I think there's going to be some differences here. Do I have a number three? Let me see. I had Miles Turner. I gave it to Miles Turner. Oh, okay. I had Miles Turner. I gave it to Joel Embiid. I'm sorry. Miles Turner, he deserves a nod, but I gave it to Embiid. Nerlens Noel deserves some love. <laughs> His ass had a hell of a year. Yeah. Chris uh, uh, Randall has, has had a good, uh, as far as, like, I was reading, like, as far as isolations, Julius Randall is a motherfucker that, yeah, motherfuckers ain't scoring on him like that. I saw him in that uh, game against the Suns when he was guarding, they were trying to get Julius Randall to switch on the CP, and he was actually doing a good job of guarding CP one-on-one. And I was like, who, who, uh, who won that game? That game, it was uh, the the Suns. Chris Paul didn't he? Oh, Chris Paul did get that switch and hit that game win. Oh yeah, I remember that too. I remember that too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> my my number three guy is Clint Capella. Um, okay. I think That's he's been. Love. I I think he's been super underrated this season, and part of the reason um that they were able to kick it into gear once he came back from his injury. So it was between him and Draymond Green for number three for me. Yeah. Cause I think, hey, I think people don't really realize how fucking good Draymond has been. He basically is the same Draymond from his defensive player of the year season. Um, offensively, he ain't all, he ain't that, but he still got his playmaking with Steph Curry. So, he, yeah. the def- defense yeah, is still. I there. told you about that one game. I think they were going against, they were going to the Timberwolves, bro, and he was guarding Cat. Mm-hmm. Man, Cat was screaming because he was getting his ass locked up, <laughs> like he was yelling for fouls and shit like that, bro. Like, and it was all just, yeah. Kevin Looney was doing his thing too, but Draymond Green, bro, still could get it done. Well, let's yeah. go to most improved player. Uh, is this unanimous? Oh, unanimous. wow. Uh, if anybody a, got something different. It's so unanimous, I didn't even write this shit down. Okay. All right. Julius Randle, <laughs> congratulations um, to winning this award. You deserve it. <laughs> um, we, we don't need to explain why Julius Randle deserves this award too much. Um, he was good last year. He was great this year. That's about as simple as it gets. Who do y'all have as like two and three? Because I think that might be interesting. I got two is Jalen Brown. Oh, okay. I like Jalen Brown from going from a good, the good player to an all star. So yeah, yeah, I like that. I like and he, that. He's really jumped in every statistical category. If you look at it, like all his stats are up this year. I like that. I like that pick. What about you, Mike? I had Jeremy Grant for my number two. <laughs> Role player to all star. Uh-huh. And then uh, no, he was not an all star. No, he was not no. an all star. Role played to damn near all star. To twenty point score. He just you just fucked it up. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but his ass is, I, I don't know, but his ass has been really impressive. <laughs> I, I was just impressed about how, like, scoring-wise, like, his ass looked like a number one option, even though Detroit had a, a, 
a bad year in terms of like winning and all that. He looked very good. And then my third dude was MP- Michael Porter Jr. Mm. Definitely like stepped it up, up to 20 points per game. He's been super efficient. You got to talk about him. Contreras, when me and you was in a party, we had a conversation about something. Mm-hmm. Mike wasn't there. Can you bring it? Because I, I, I... Mike, you remember when Jamal Murray went down with an injury and Michael Porter Jr. had like his first real big game? And I was I was like, man, that boy Michael Porter Jr. going to be that two, that number two option when uh, Jamal Murray come back. He was like, no, he not. No, he not. Me and Piet just had that same conversation. I think we agreed that Michael Porter Jr. going to be that number two. I didn't know uh, what you had said to KB. But we were already talking about something. And I was like, man, no bullshit. Like the Nuggets, and I hate to say this while he's on while he's on injury, but like at a certain point, they might have to look to trade uh, Jamal Murray. And KB was like, that's crazy because me and Mike said that and Mike thought I was tripping. But like, yeah, I think I, that well, number two that was... is long gone for Jamal Murray, my brother. Like, I, 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 Michael Porter Jr. Hey, this man, Michael Porter Jr., about as efficient as it I'm gets, I'm not going to just sleep on Jamal Murray. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr., I think they're, no, what, to me, I think they're just perfectly, like, what they are next to Jokic. Like, they're both just scored. They're both going to be those dudes that can go get 20, 20 plus any given night. You know, that's why I think they're both good. You know who's going to do it better? Probably more efficient dude <laughs> right now, Michael Porter Jr. And I think I think a big bag, but I, I would love to, I would love to see them all coexist stuff. Next, but next that's why year I say that it's going to be such a good season. Be, it is, but I think Jamal Murray. The reason why I say his ass still going to be a big part is that pick and roll with Jokic. That's still they're probably their best thing. Oh, they got. the reason we talking about options and shit like that. Marcus Marcus Howard was killer, and I'm like, oh, saying like, oh, I I I felt like he was he was going to be a good Nugget player eventually, and then I'm like, I don't know why they signed Austin Rivers. He's Austin Rivers, but all he. Austin Rivers adds more defensively. But then I'm like, looking at their guard shit, Jamal Murray can be expendable. But I hate saying that while a guy is hurt and a guy like, I do like Jamal Murray, but it was just a, a, a lighthearted conversation. Most approved, Jeremy Grant, um, Julius Randle, Jeremy Grant. Who, uh, I had Terry Rozier, number three. Terry Rozier can get some love. Gary Trent Jr. can get some love. Um, Lou Dork can get some love, bro. There's a lot of players that, that deserve some love for most improved, for real. Lou Dort added offense to his game. Yeah. Something that was non-existent. Bro. I still lock his ass up. Alcatraz. Bro, he gonna put that he gonna put that body on you. That boy hurt. built like a, a bowling ball. Fire hydrant. <laughs> what that mean, D Mills Alcatraz? I don't know. I'm not even what that right mean, that. Mike Alcatraz. Is that a prison? He's so smart. What do you be at, Derek? How the fuck do you not know what Alcatraz is? I thought he would know too, because he's like a documentary. I watched documentaries on Alcatraz. And he a sea documentary dude. He'll tell you oh, what yeah. at the bottom of the ocean. But you know what? Alcatraz is literally in the middle of the sea. Like you know it's what I'm like, saying? I mean, so it, that's why it's so intriguing because it's just like a prison that's like you got on the island. It's on the island. And they had a pair of brothers escape from the island exactly so we all we've seen the same right Motherfucker, like yeah actually yeah the emails are like <laughs> <laughs> um coach of the year i gave him the thibodeau Tibbs, oh you passed the prison they finna get on a boat <laughs> yeah uh yeah thibodeau uh matter of fact yeah yeah we can give us a man. I, I got I'll go i even want to give my black coaches some love. Monty Williams, Doc Rivers. No, Monty's number two think, on my list, for yeah, sure. You could go with different options. I went with Tibbs because, to me, I think there was a lot of teams where you could kind of separate, like, okay, they this team has Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Like, you know, obviously coaching is a key, but 
I don't think nothing stood out more than Tom Thibodeau's coaching this season, right? They're like this shit got the whole team, you know, defensively up there. They've been closing out games. Like they kind of just changed the tide as a as a culture there with him. The yeah. the reason why Thibodeau is my coach of the year is because uh Julius Randle in a recent interview said everything I needed to know. He was like, um, the one of the reasons why I've hit this next level is because I finally have a coach that holds me accountable. And if your best player is saying the reason he became from a good player to a great player is just because you held him accountable, I'll take that. And I forget, I think it was Zach Lowe that said it on his podcast that the Suns don't necessarily feel like a Monty Williams team. They feel like a Chris Paul team, while the Knicks feel like the epitome of a, um, a Thibodeau team. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Damn, Zach Lowe. <laughs> when they went 8-0 in the bubble. <laughs> like a Monty Williams team, and now it's just fuck Monty Williams. Huh? I, hey, but he had Monty Williams number two, as, as I do too. That's that's why I have. I have. I, it was. Just, I don't even. As a Nick fan, I don't even want to talk about it because it's just y'all gonna get me into my bag, and I ain't. I'm trying to remain humble, but talk about a team with no expectation. <laughs> Jump up the ladders of the ranks. We have an all star. All we topping ain't even did shit, and nobody talking about it. None because of them. Like Kevin Knox or none of them players ain't done shit. Mitchell Robinson got hurt. And this man might say, we need to give Norris Noel some defensive player of the year. Come on now. He went and said, I'm going to trade for my guy, Derrick Rose. I'm also going to re-sign my guy, Todd Gibson. And, and nobody- <laughs> Gibson that boy be closing our games. No <laughs> boys is hooping. What was Todd Gibson before he was with the Knicks? I don't remember because he wasn't we doing it. <laughs> <laughs> with the Timberwolves, right? That was like three years oh, ago, though. Trying to no. up for threes and shit. Stop it. Let Damn, see, you're halfway out of the league. Derrick Rose is over there in Detroit just chilling. Wasn't Gibson's last thing with the Knicks, but then he... Yeah, then, yeah. He they got rid of him. Before the Knicks, though. Before oh, the Knicks, it was Minnesota. It was Minnesota. Yeah. Bring them guys in. Come on now. Alec Burks. I mean, Reggie Bullock. When is the last time Reggie Bullock was, like, getting interviewed? Like, like <laughs> no, no disrespect, Reggie Bullock has had, like, quotes because he's had such names where he come up, he say, hey, we don't give a fuck about a big three. We a big 15 over here in New York. Like, <laughs> he, like guys who ain't normally having certain type of roles are, like, Alfred Payton is our starting point guard. Like, come on now, Emmanuel quickly could have been in that rookie of the year conversation. Stop playing with me, man. Thibodeau, Frank Nielakina ain't played in, in, in a while, and he played against, I don't know, was it the, was it the Lakers? Maybe he was a legacy, but he was playing against somebody. He kept being in the passing lanes. He kept like, come on, man. It's, it was a, he got he had two steals against the Lakers the other night. It's time, it's time by far. I'll get in my Knicks bag at any point in time you want me to. What What do y'all think Frank Lakina's season high is? You love it. His jersey number fifteen. It was it's thirteen. Thirteen? Mm-hmm. Damn, he was right there. Yeah. Um, what are we on man. to now? All NBA. No, we ain't. I mean, who's your third? Oh, uh, Snyder. Yeah, I had Quinn Snyder too. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. I'm gonna go Doc Rivers. All NBA. Did Did y'all look at the All NBA ballot this year? Yes. Cause they oh, have like qualified to play forward and center guard and forward. Yeah, so they had like Joel and B. You can put him at the power forward position if you want. I bet to. these two didn't know. They didn't know. I didn't do it uh, though. My, I had I Joel and B. power forward. Oh, okay, yeah, I did. Yeah, I didn't do it just because Joel and B. Just played literally zero seconds at power forward in the but last the, seven seasons. If you don't do it, then that's the way it's gonna be. <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you because Joel and B. Does deserve to be there, but I was just like, I just. 
either they should just get rid of positions completely. Give me the best five players, the the second best five, and then the third yeah, best five. Because my my five my first five gonna sound stupid. Read it to us. <laughs> let me let me let's say the first five you got. Curry, mm-hmm. Chris Paul, ooh, Giannis, okay, and Bead and Jokic. That don't sound like a starting five, but because guys can play guard four, guard four, four center. I'm actually surprised you got Chris Paul first team. Yeah, he gotta get some. He gotta get some love. He's not my. I can't give him no MVP love, but I can give him first team. Okay, love. okay. My my first team was Curry, Luca, Kawhi, Giannis, Jokic. Because I decided to keep it traditional and let Joel Embiid be a five. Um, so unfortunately, he's a second team guy. Which Wait, I think is going to fuck him over. I think it's going to mess him up because a lot of people probably want to keep him at center. And then a lot of people want to put him on the on the first team at a power four. And it's going to mess up all of his first place, second place votes. And he's going to get screwed. Do you name your thing again? Giannis. Um, <laughs> Curry, Luka, Kawhi, Giannis, Kawhi. Jokic. Kawhi's, Kawhi's in there. Uh, my, I had Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Giannis, Joel Embiid. Oh, and damn it. Why? That's what we should have did, man. What's we should have let these two go first. Somebody DM me too, like, man, make sure D Mills and Mike go first. <laughs> so they ain't over there changing shit. He did. I did just see Derek look at his list. Like, yeah, what the fuck like, is what this? The fuck? No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> I was. I went to my browser and there was some Damian Lillard video playing. That's what made me say that, Mike. <laughs> not your list. I don't. I think Michael thought I was reacting to this. I heard Derek looking like, what the fuck? So I'm like, oh, he busted. Let's hit no, that list, no. Derek. So I got Steph. I got Kawhi. Giannis and beating Jokic. Does Kawhi classify as a guard this year? Yes. Holy shit. I didn't even see that part. Yes. Hmm. Guard and forward. Does that change? That doesn't change anything I want to do. LeBron James, too. Luka, too. Paul George, too. Yeah. Just get rid of the positions. And then and then you got, yeah, like, the is- only player that's one position. Is Rudy. Is Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. Rudy is just straight center. <laughs> And Capella, um, I think Capella is just a straight center too. Which makes sense. Like, neither of them dudes has ever played the four. Y- Jokic has never played the four. And we might have played minutes with Howard. Maybe that's you why. Think, you think, oh. let me see. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look and see if they Jokic has played minutes with JaVale, Hardenstein. So maybe that's He's a guard. Why. Put him at guard. I couldn't imagine Embiid and Howard playing together. But I, I bet mean, they have. Actually, Embiid yeah, they, I think they, I'm pretty sure they I, have. I, I, I can damn near guarantee that they have. Let me see. Do they play a lot together? Probably not, but I bet they've been on the floor together. Um, Man, don't be don't be sleep, bro. Dwight Howard extended that range too. Get Dwight Howard bitch. got got bitched the other day. <laughs> you know, hey, that's OG, bro. <laughs> that's OG. You know, got his first stint. My head got, got my head looking crazy. Like what the hell? Um, according to to cleaning the glass, they have. I mean, if they have, it has been less than ten minutes together. So maybe it's possible, but. Um, somebody read me they, my Derek, read me your second team. Chris Paul, Dame, Luca, then I got Randall and Gobert. Me and he is almost at that oh. close. I have Dame, Luca, Kawhi, Randall, Rudy. Go ahead, Mike. What's yours? I have Dame, Chris Paul, LeBron, Kawhi, Gobert. So I, I got one player that none of y'all even mentioned. I got um, Lillard, CP3, Jimmy Butler, Knew you was gonna have Jimmy Butler, Julius Randle, and Joel Embiid is my second team. I hey, just give a heads up, Jimmy Butler's not on my shit. Couldn't do it. Jimmy Butler been elite this year. Couldn't do it. Elite. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Career high in rebounds, assists, 
when he no, plays, yeah. the team wins. 21 7 and 7 or some shit. But I put Bam on there, though. Bam got the center night on my okay. third team. LeBron yeah. made the third team. Uh, Paul George, Harden. Mm. And. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Jimmy Butler. My last spot is so tough, bro, because I have a group right here at the bottom where it says Jimmy, Booker, Bradley Bill, and even Kyrie. Like, Kyrie somebody got to get left out. Some It's going to be some guys that get left out. Like, even if I put Jimmy right here, <laughs> Kyrie has had a very good year. Kyrie's been the best player on the Brooklyn Nets this season. If I put if I put Kyrie there, Jimmy, Devin Booker, and Bradley Bill, I thought, like, Bradley Bill was at the 30-point score. I'm going to put Kyrie. Ky- so, Harden, Kyrie, Paul George, LeBron, Bam. I, I like it's tough. It's tough out here, man. Ah, it's tough out here for the third team. It is. It is. It's so many players that deserve love, bro. It's just too many. It's just too many. I even got on my third team. I got a guy nobody's mentioned. Y'all want to? Y'all want to be doing my third team? Yeah, do your third team. I got no. We Brad, don't. <laughs> Bradley Beal, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, oh, Jason Tatum, oh, Julius Randle, and I have Bam Adebayo. So wait, who was snubbed? Because Jason okay. Tatum then ain't got mentioned today. I did not put Jason Tatum on. I mean, you snubbed Kawhi. You didn't have Kawhi on yours, did you? Uh, he was on my second team. So you don't have Paul George. Paul, Paul George wasn't on there. You don't have Jimmy? No, I don't have Jimmy. I'm taking both of their seasons over uh, Jason Tatum's. No no offense to JT, because he's been amazing. But You don't have Brad. You don't have Kyrie. I did have Bradley. Bill. I don't have Kyrie. Or Hart. I don't have I don't have any of the next, because I mean, they just had a bunch of games they missed. I feel that. Derek, what's your third team? Uh, Kyrie, Harden, um, Jimmy, LeBron, and Bam. Interesting. A lot of people deserve a lot. Like, there's a lot of people that could have made it this for year. real, bro. I mean, a lot yeah, of yeah. awards, bro. For a you lot could, of awards. I guess so you could probably switch out Harden. Mike, you funny, people. Mike. It's up to you. Bro. I know I wasn't tripping, Mike. You funny. What? What LeBron at on your thing? He's second. Yeah, you know, second team. Open up your phone and see how many games LeBron played compared to how many Harden played. Uh oh. Uh oh. I think it's a one game difference, if I'm not mistaken. Like I think it's that fucking <laughs> close. It's, real. it's no difference at all. Both mm. played forty three games. Mm. So mm. now when you tell me that you don't have Harden or Kyrie because they miss time, how the fuck is LeBron James on your second team? Let's get to it. Because, bro. <laughs> when his ass, ass missed time, the Lakers had one of the worst offenses ever. Once he put his ass back on, shit, there was a number one seed. His importance is just too much for me to leave him off this list, man. Okay. That's an okay argument. It's, I mean, they it's were okay. they were the one seed before he went down. It's okay, but I like, don't you can you're not gonna convince me that the Brooklyn Nets is a fine running machine without James Harden. Like they went on a <laughs> losing streak. Uh, like they were the worst that they we seen them be all season when James Harden went down. If we just keep it in the buck, yeah, you know, they look like one of the best offenses you've seen. They're, yeah, no, they're, they're, yeah. They're, 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 is a- they're gonna be good because they have talent, but they're not as good. So he was missed as well, but they're just they have a better supporting cast than the Lakers, so they're not gonna mm-hmm. struggle as bad as the Lakers did, but they they weren't the same. No, no, that's for sure. That's one thing that they definitely miss. It's just that dude that's going to facilitate for them. I just wanted to hear shoot. you say that you had to put a Laker in there. That's all I wanted to hear you say. You just needed to have Damn, they put Anthony Davis in Oh, hell no. And you got to fly on second team. Like, you was like, yeah. I do too, but for that to be all right. talking about I do too. <laughs> I do. I got LeBron. No, 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 no I think I got LeBron on my third team. Yeah, LeBron on my third team. But my you, my third saying, team. 
they ain't play enough. I got PG, LeBron, Zion Williamson, Rudy Gobert, and then it's it's I don't know who to put between Bradley Beal and Kyrie as that second guard. It's I don't I might flip a fucking coin. Yeah, do a coin. Yeah. I, I wanted to give Zion some love. Couldn't do it, man. Pelicans is his ass was unstoppable, though. He was. He was. Yeah. Definitely. Hey, but I think I think we all shed some light on some players that needed some love. Because, I mean. That's what we're here to do, baby. We're hey, not here man. to just give y'all all the predictable answers. No DeMar DeRozan love? No. He, hey. He been I love me some DeMar DeRozan. I love me some DeMar DeRozan. Party is signing with the G League. Okay. Well, that was expected. He's never committed to a school this far, so. Um, no Kelly Olenek love for what he been doing the last couple months. Maybe we could have thrown him in now. Maybe we could swap him out with like Bam. Yeah, put him on the fourth team if there was a fourth team. Um, no, no, uh, Zach Levine love. No, oh, huh? yeah, no. If there was a fifth team, he might be on the fifth team. Damn. What? <laughs> that was some good awards, man. Yeah. No, we ain't even done. We can't do first all defensive, defensive teams. I didn't do this shit. What? This the war show. You're right. That's right. Greatest thing about me is that I can. I'm, I'm here. I'm present. Here, I'm, here's I'm, my first team. I defense. didn't do the defensive team either, piece. Though. Okay. Thank you for keeping it a buck. My, ah, I, got, I, I got my first team. Okay. I got my first. Team. <laughs> me, me, me and Mike hold it down. That's what I, I was low key. I was well, how do you gonna do oh, half the assignment? At least they they have turned in nothing. That's you gonna do half the assignment? That's what I'm thinking. Half. You better as well not done shit. <laughs> Who you talking to me? You said you yes, got one defensive team. No, I said I no, I said I have my first defensive team. Which but you, I have, I have, do you have a second? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. I want okay. You you leave with your defensive team, then I'll go with my defensive team. My first team. team, Ben Simmons, yeah, Drew Holiday. Yeah. This is it. This is where we no, no, no. wait, well, let me respond. Let me restart. Ben Simmons, Drew Holiday, Giannis, and Beat and Gobert. I had to beat in there too, because they said he classified for four, so I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. My my team is uh Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, Giannis, and Gobert. That is my my nah, first team defensively. That's wrong. That boy I'm telling you, Draymond has been on some shit. Y'all better y'all better quit playing with Dray. Um who your second team then, Mike? Uh DeJounte, Lou Dort, Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, and I have Bam Adebayo. No, 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 no. He was on my Miles Turner. Miles Turner. Oh, see, that's some names. Um, and that's I, why I can't be our second thing. I got. I like. I was, Matisse, I was I think Matisse deserves about some love. Too. Matisse is on my second team. He's I on my second team. Deserves some love. What happened? I damn near was gonna put him on my first, but then I had remembered that Drew Holiday. I made a list yet last night, but I didn't write it because I'm like, oh, I don't even know if they're gonna do it, but. I didn't do a second team when I did, so Matisse would have been on the second. Matisse is out here, bro. The only problem with Matisse that he probably won't get it is because he don't play enough, um, and that's why like Drew Holiday and them would probably get it over him. But like I, I made a tweet: Is there anybody that's more menacing on the basketball court defensively than Matisse Thybulle? And I honestly don't believe there is. You know, he he's that fucking great defensively. Um, so he is on my second team with cool. Drew Holiday, with Mikel Bridges. Bam Adebayo some love for sure, and Clint Capella. Bro. That's my second team. Mikael, Mikael, he guard, he, now he another one of the versatile. I don't know if he's doing one through five, but he's guarding the other team's best player majority of games. Like, it's no offense or buts about it. Just deserve that love. 
for sure. Bro, when I look at Mikael Bridges, bro, I see he looks like Rico to me. KB, is that? <laughs> you see that at all? Yeah, does he at see. all? Like the smile? I don't know if it's like the jaw, the smile, something like that. But he looks like Rico to me. <laughs> you better have basketball than Rico for sure. Yeah, rookie teams. Yeah, I got my rookie team. Okay, shout out to you, Mike, for for completing the assignment. I got my rookie team too. Oh, you just didn't do defensive? Come here. You just don't play about defense. Don't care about defense, huh? Oh, y'all want Derek to start out? That's it. He didn't do it. He could come up with a fucking list on his head. It's the rookies, bro. It's not Edwards. Um, would be the forward. Um, See, that's you don't rookie, even, yeah. rookie teams you don't, don't have to, a um, position. You don't even got to be like that, bro. Just think best best rookies, bro. I don't know best why rookies. they do they don't do positions for rookies, but they do positions for everything else. It makes no sense. This man, think, maybe because it's like he said he got Obi Toppin. <laughs> you crazy, there? You ain't think I heard that? Did you? No. The reason I think I think that though can be is just because like with the draft, it's not gonna be like I know this many amount of centers or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just all random and shit like, like Halliburton. That. And then yep. Isaiah Stewart. Sure. And then ass, man, my I'm, missing, my I'm, missing, person, I'm missing a position, right? No, no position, just a player. Oh, yeah, Sadiq Bay. Mm-hmm. That's what I have for he my first. You got person. two Pistons on the first team? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my first team is the three that we talked about, the top three in rookie of the year. Then I have Sadiq Bay and Emmanuel Quickly as my first team. KB's yeah. so smart. <laughs> He was on my second team. I had Isaiah Stewart just because, I don't know, I felt like the position shit don't matter, but, you know, it was a big. He's probably the best big to me uh, from this rookie class. My See, I didn't have team, a big at all. He's the best big from this class? Well, there's most deserving for this award, I think. Okay. That thing um, got sucked, bro. I'm keeping the buck with you. The team got way better when he wasn't playing. When he got injured, the team got way better. He's a child. He's, He's going to develop. <laughs> yeah, he will. <laughs> yeah, he will. And watch people clip um, that. Second team, I had Jason Tate, Cole Anthony, Emmanuel Quickly, Desmond Bain, Isaac Okoro. Oh, okay. Nope. No, no, okay. All right. Fuck you too. Right. Patrick Williams, bro. Patrick Williams was right My there. first team. You know, Isaac Okoro had to take it from him, though. Why, though? No, no. Look, look. Why? What has Isaac Okoro done to Patrick Williams? I'm not, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just asking what was the reason that you put one uh, over the I other. Love this shit. Let's I'm just asking. I've seen a little bit more of Isaac Okoro. So you watch more Cavs games? Which is a bold face lie. That's a bold face lie. <laughs> That's a straight bold face hey, lie. Listen, I'm not and again, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Day, I'm just saying I, I, I don't think many of us are tuning in the Cavs game. What what is the stats tell? You say you look at their stats too. What are the stats tell? Their stats was very similar. Hey, mm-hmm. it's funny very catching similar. Mike and his bullshit. Because instead of just saying, I just fuck with Isaac Okoro better, he finna try to pull some shit out of his ass, and he just gonna keep spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. So you so you look at the stats and they're look similar. And you decided Isaac Coros were better. He also got more playing time. <laughs> Give it to the person that played the most minutes. <laughs> this, this is what I mean right here. Mike just gonna keep going. <laughs> oh shit! Julius Randle supposed to be on the first team. He leading the league in minutes. He played the most this season. <laughs> hey, look at the fuck he played for. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> my second up. team. Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrus Halliburton, the three. Um, Sadiq Bay and Emmanuel quickly. Same, yeah, we got the same list. My second Dang. team was Peyton Pritchard, Jay Sean Tate, Patrick Williams, 
Tyrese Maxey and uh Compazzo. Compazzo, hey man. He just he just like I don't know if I could me um Cole Anthony. Mm-hmm. A guy that y'all haven't named. Poku. <laughs> okay. Okay. Isaiah Stewart. Uh-huh. Malachi Flynn. You know, Malachi Flynn had a good game last night, and I thought about putting him on the list because of that, but he's shooting like 30% from the field as a guard. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I'm straight, bro. And then give me Isaac Okoro because Mike took him. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to say Kenyon Martin Jr.? No. He not not movie over movie. these guys. No. Kenyon Martin Jr. is dunk shit. I seen some shit. He was like, um, I think it was like a week average or some shit after the amount of games. He was averaging like 20 points, like a decent amount of rebounds. It is for the Rockets, though. So it's all with like a grain of salt. But his ass was hooping. I'm no, still I, trying to figure out how the hell you put Isaac Okoro over Patrick Williams. I can't see the argument statistically I, or anything. I got to get a little of Peyton Pritchard, though. Peyton Pritchard would be on my side. Bro, I, no, I, I wanted to put him. I, I damn near still want to, but, you know, his ass is So you're just going to dodge every question I ask about this. Because, <laughs> <laughs> man, you, you Patrick Williams, bro, he'll get, it, he'll, he'll get an award sooner or later, man. Maybe he can fight for a most improved one day. <laughs> so? <laughs> He I'm going to get this man this award because I think he's going to get an award later. He seems like he doesn't have a clear-cut argument. Because it's not one, Derek. Statistically, Patrick Williams was significantly better. Significantly. Adva- counting stats and advanced stats. In what areas? Counting stats and advanced stats, nigga. Oh, Mike's funny, bro. I'm asking. I, like all of, literally all of them. I'm, like, I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> I'm literally not exaggerating. Patrick, I mean, um, Isaac Okoro averaged more points per game, but like you mentioned, he played the most minutes amongst any rookies. So you put it on an even playing field and per 36, um, uh, Patrick Williams is better. I'll take ice, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'll you stood on your ground. I'm glad you stood on your ground. <laughs> I'll take ice, man. If you, if you were drafting, you're drafting ice over Patrick Williams? Hmm. It depends on what I got on my team, but oh, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't be happy. I wouldn't be yeah. happy. You don't they, have. Shit. This is your first pick. They both projects. They both projects. Right. So they tell me, who projects. would you pick? I might go with Patrick. I'm go with Patrick Williams because. So okay. Patrick. So why though? You just said I'm but, sticking. I'm going but, with Ice, but why? But that's what they if, draft. No, 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 no. Um, every stat is Patrick Williams is better. And and then you just said you would take Patrick Williams long term. So how the hell are you sticking with Ice? We both I, I got to say, that's that's a, I like his nickname. I like Ice's nickname. And you know, like I said, I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you because I'm a Bulls fan. I really don't care. I be on the same shit with the Bulls, though. Yeah. I like, I like when I talk shit about the Bulls and KB get mad. I had to do that shit yesterday with him. I was and, trying to tell him why, why, yeah. why, why the Daniel, Daniel Gaffer stuff. I was like, bro, imagine, imagine a team that let go of Daniel Gaffer, bro. He's just pooping out here, out playing he defense. Ain't getting no love to Desmond Bain either. Oh my God! Oh my God! I Wait, Desmond Bain. No, you did not. I, yes, I, did. I swear to God, when I made this list, Desmond Bain was supposed to be on my first team. Did anybody hear Derek Mike say Desmond Bain? I don't Jay recall Shante, it. I don't recall. Cole Anthony, Emmanuel Quickly, Desmond Bain, Isaac Okoro. Oh, okay. No, no. I he deserved to be on my first team. It quickly was supposed to go down. Composo was supposed to go down, and Desmond Bain was supposed to be on the first seat, first team. I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah, he deserved that shit. 
that is composite like 28 would be my guess one of my favorite clips from Kapaza is when he has that pass and it goes like right by right by Kyle right Kuhu's Kuhu's face. Yeah. Oh, he's 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 thirty, by the way. Damn, you know what that means, right? You mean he get his ass bust against me for Kandu Kampazo. <laughs> this idea, active hands, spirit fingers. Is there any um, miscellaneous awards y'all wanted to give out? Yeah, I want to give out um, Combat Player to Steph Curry. Oh, another dude from Most Most oh, Improved. I want to get a humanitarian award to uh to um I want to get I want to get a humanitarian award to Maxi Cleaver. He's just done a great mm-hmm. job. I've been in Dallas community. <laughs> I'm just stuck. <laughs> I should have brought this up when we were talking about Most Improved, but another dude that I think has done like a really good job of just like improving his game, but Colin Sexton. That was his ass. He. Colin Sesson seems like he's getting better every year. Oh, I hate when he always brings up old shit. You a Cavs fan, huh? I wasn't even thinking about him. <laughs> add that to the list, y'all. Uh-huh. Mike added another team to his list. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm really not a Cavs fan. I'm really not. He was talking. We was watching that game yesterday. He was like, "Man, I hope Dean Wade go off for thirty. I'm no, Dean I Wade did. go off for thirty. Now you lying or whatever. Derek, how you feel about that bet with the with your watch the Wizards bet now? Feeling pretty good. They have to make the eight C for you to make your money, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. I feel like they're gonna make it. I feel like they have. Really I expect my wine. Like, am I gonna get it today? You gonna it go take me a couple days for my Hennessy P. Because I'm about to go. Me and wifey going downtown. So fuck some some. <laughs> you going downtown and I grind at MLB the show? That's crazy, bro. I'm about to grind. He don't got to grind. He just got Mike Trout. Come on. That now. is a fact. That he is a fact. fact. But yeah, you know, if I could take a couple bottles downtown with me, that would be nice. Unless you, right, what time you leaving? Uh, check in is at four. Four. Oh, y'all going? Oh, y'all okay? Okay. So, okay. probably leave around three. All right, I'll try to have it to you by then. Thank you, my brother. You're welcome. I'm gonna pull it off. Never mind. Um, Mike Trout game. I have Mike Trout. KB got Mike Trout. Terrence got Mike Trout. Mike Trout game. Terrence yeah. got Mike Trout too? Yeah. Well, he, he bought them. He bought them. Oh. So all the cars that he pulled yesterday, he sold all of them to get enough to get Mike Trout. Is that I'm, worth it? Yes. Day? Yes. Mike Trout is a fucking demon. Y'all say yes. that, he's like 400K, right? You don't mm-hmm. think you could buy like two, two, three dudes that's like on supplement all that? Mike no. Trout. I have no plans on selling him. <laughs> I'd rather have him than a 400K. Yes, bro. He's Mike. I'm not playing with you, bro. Yeah. That motherfucker. If you grind and maybe it's just you get cars. So nobody oh. should really be in need of, of money. Your team can always get better, but you shouldn't be right. dying of thirst to where you're trying to sell a four hundred thousand car to like get better. You should have a Byron Buxton who is free, Vlad Junior <clears throat> free, Justin Turner is free, Nick Solak is free, Matt Barnes. Otani is free. That Otani card is Tani fucking is disgusting. Free. Yeah, all these cards you're getting for free if you just grind the game. So why the hell? Bro, Mike, this man Mike Trout is a deeming at the plate. He's got like an 85 speed. He has diamond fielding. He covers the entire fucking field. Like there's no better car than him, bro. And he's literally like a 99. Like this, I don't think Mike understands who Mike Trout is. So. I don't. I know. I, I don't. I don't. But like the way he's putting it there, like because I know, like having when I played that shit, at least like he gave all you gave up. Could, you retired. 
I bro, I, I can't hit for nothing, bro. Yeah, I, I know. Hit I that, played against I feel him like, before. That's because I feel like that shit needs to be like a t-ball for me to hit that shit. <laughs> That's because you ain't a baseball player. Like, so you shouldn't harp on yourself. Like, you'll learn. But like, it's I, I can only imagine because like, if I have a if if you like the count, you don't know how to gauge it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm if if I'm up to you, what does an O2 count even mean? What does that mean? Not even no. You down O2, that means you have two strikes. Right. So what would you expect me? What's your what is your strategy as a batter down O2? I'm probably waiting for the strikes on, but I I don't know. I I don't got no strategy. But look at this too, though. Like, I also I I know myself. I suck at hitting. So there's times where I just like, you know what, let me try to hit this shit. Like I try to test out hitting when I should just be watching, waiting for pitches and shit like that. So I feel like if I got my hitting down, it'd probably make all the difference. Cause like pitching and all that, I could get the I could get the hang of like, you know, trying to confuse people with pitching and all that type of shit. But hitting, that's just probably why I should. But the thing, the only only way you can do that is if you play the game. That's that's the thing. You'll be able to figure out once you play over time, you'll understand, okay, I gotta run on first. He's probably gonna start me something low. Might be low speed, so we can grind into a double play. Maybe a change of low, but it's going to be something low most of the time. If you have a power guy, I'm going to try to get you inside so you can come late. Right. See, yeah, I, I'm not going. I'm not going to know all that type of shit. count. I'm wasting a pitch. I'm throwing yeah. you a curveball in the dirt because I can waste the pitch. I'm up two strikes. I have three pitches I can give you that don't have to be shit, and I can just make you swing at some bullshit because I have pitches to waste. There's a curve to right. it too, bro. Yesterday. The tweet that I put out of me hitting the, the walk-off home run, um, that guy was fucking me up pitching-wise. He had Fernando Venezuela on the fucking mound, and I could not catch up to that screw. It took me nine innings to catch you. that screwball. It I took nine innings, shit, but it took w- nine innings and one swing for me to win that fucking game. You know, so it's it's it's, it's an in-game learning curve against certain people. Sometimes if you if you get taken nine innings to get that hit, you're probably losing the game. Um, <laughs> But the way the, what I was gonna say about Mike Trout is they call like people talk baseball people talk about Mike Trout. It's crazy, but like as if he's one of the greatest to ever play. Like you know how niggas Le- argue LeBron Jordan. There's no argument. Motherfuckers is calling him like up there with. Like, I know you don't know who Ted Williams is, but that's how he get talked about. He's the Ted Williams, and Ted Williams ain't played. See, that's why that shit sounded crazy when he was like, "Yeah, I, I'm just gonna keep him on my team because." Whenever I'm doing that team building shit, I'm all about value, bro. Like right. if I if I'm on 2K and I pull up like a dark matter, oh, get your ass right on that board because I'm gonna get my team better. But the only time I do keep them is when it's like either LeBron, Kobe, like they're the greatest player. Like I'll keep them there. But otherwise, they get their ass on the board, bro. I'm gonna get some value out of you. Mike Charles just gotta get that jewelry. He just need a ring. He gotta make start making the playoffs and shit. I bought um, a pack of baseball cards for the first time in forever yesterday. What'd you uh, get? Uh, autograph Chipper Jones. How much? Oh, and an autograph. I forgot to tell you this. What, your your catcher, Andy. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you fucking did. Yes, I did, bro. Yes, I did, bro. Yes, I did, bro. Yes, I did, bro. Yes, what? yes, I did. It's not an on card auto, but it's an auto. And oh. when I looked it up, I think it was going for two fifty ungraded. Uh. This is my prized possession right now. This is the Brewers' top prospect autograph. This is z- one number one out of fifty. I have the number. Damn. One. See, back in my day, mm. we used to collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards and Pokemon cards. Yes, facts. Yes. Yeah. Drag. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, well, I seen that motherfucker was going for a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, those, like the original ones. I wish. Yeah, I, yeah. 
Used to bad bitches from Walmart. Uh, I had gotten into a fight because a motherfucker had took my uh, my one of my arms to my Exodia. This is the most fucking random card to take away from somebody's deck. But he I took guess he, one too. He's not even gonna take all of them. He, he might have had one. every other piece. I don't know, bro. Did you, did you have every other piece? No. You know who had Exodia? Who's that? My brother, the Sean. <laughs> he probably in. stole every fucking piece. <laughs> I walked in and he like Exodia, like with all the cards. I'm like, no way. What did you do? You did something illegal to kill. <laughs> Nobody been walking around with Exodia. I wanted to take this shit. Did y'all ever play Yu-Gi-Oh? Did you just collect Yu-Gi-Oh? Play Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Okay. Wow, okay. Our landlord had a son I went to school with, and he was really big into it. And then another dude was into it. His, he had like a family member who worked there, so he used to get all the cards, and he used to just give us raw ass shit. Derek's just mm -hmm. uninterested by this part of the show. Every after <laughs> show bro, segment, no, he looking at his that, phone. It's funny because I was in the same shit, like one of my old houses. Like I had a good friend, like 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 really, literally right across the the little hallway. And we were going to fucking hallway. We'd have like the maps and shit out. You know, you could have like yeah. the little uh, yeah. thing. We could we would, we would play that shit all the time, bro. That shit was fucking fun as hell. People didn't know the rules though. That was the bad part. We played like the show play. So if you lost, you had to give your best card up. Y'all, y'all gonna shadow round shit. got to fight me, bro. Some shadow room shit. A nigga wouldn't really try to take your best card. Just take one of your good card. But a nigga wouldn't be like, give me your blue eyes. Y'all trying to get back into that? I get into a tournament, bro. We through the wire video of us playing Yu-Gi-Oh would be crazy. I don't know how many numbers that do. I know it's gonna get seven views and four of them right here. <laughs> it was a time a couple years ago where we was playing that that Yu-Gi-Oh game on Xbox though. Yes, bro. Yu-Gi-Oh on Xbox was actually fun as shit, bro. Because you would play against like the computer to get your deck up, and you would take. Yeah, I might re-download that shit, bro. This shit was actually fun. You know the thing that you can have it on your arm. Oh, <laughs> so bad, bro. I was such. I was such a fucking nerd, bro. I'm rest rest in peace to my homie Charlie, bro. Do y'all remember his senior picture? He pulled up to a senior pictures with Yu-Gi-Oh cards as like a meme. Who was um, Charlie? Charlie Allen. He graduated with us, but he he um he passed away a few years ago. Um, but he pulled up to a senior picture with fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and that shit was legendary. Like in his wrist thing. He just held him in his hand. Oh, he just okay. held him in his hand. No, that was my homie too, man. That was, in high school, after high school, we didn't talk, but in high school, that was my homie. Yeah, um, I wanted that arm thing so bad, so I could be like. Blue eyes. You ain't never had. You I put. No I, I, we will get you one for yeah. the, on the HOH card, and we'll just use it once, and that could be our excuse. I had a Yu-Gi-Oh I didn't have a thing that be. What's the name of the main character in Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh. No. <laughs> no, you didn't watch it. You didn't watch it. Oh, I, I don't remember his name. I'm not. I don't it's remember. Yugi. It's Yugi. It's Yugi. It's just a, Yugi. That was a good guess, though. Yugi, and then um. What? Uh, what was the Pharaoh? His best friend name, the guy who had the, the red Joey. Eyes. Uh Joey. That was my Joey Wheeler. Name. Yeah, Joey my... Wheeler. And they had Seto Kaiva as like the villain. Bro, then they had Weasel. Okay. Fucking Weasel. But I think that was generation two, maybe. Mm -hmm. And um, I ain't watched that in so long. Y'all low key made me want to go watch. You're not finna watch that shit, bro. Yeah. He... How old was Kaiva though? Because his ass is beefing with kids, bro. Seto Kaiva was old, bro. He he was definitely Maybe like 18, I would guess. But if you look it up, I bet they say 14 years old. He was grown. That motherfucker was grown. Right. I'm actually going to Google it real quick. Because you he had to be like 13 or something doing all that shit. I think they probably going to try to pass him off as 11. How old is Yugi? That's the same shit with, <laughs> with Pokemon, though. Them boys is like 11, 12 years old just going into the wilderness. Facts. Let go. Um, they say Yugi. 
Okay, they're telling me that the Pharaoh was five, 50,000 years old. That's not what I'm asking. <laughs> of course we know that. No, let's go Seto Kaiba. How do you spell? I don't even know how to spell that. S-E-T-O. K-I-A-B-A, I think. Seto Kaiba. We're just wasting time. Um, we can get out of here. Thank you all so much for watching this episode of Through the Wire. We'll be back on Saturday. Um, Play in. Play in conversation. Tuesday. Tuesday. Play in um conversation. Who you with that with that uh? My satch. I'm going to the PO box, baby. You know what I'm saying? See what's see what's there. All right, we'll talk to y'all. Peace.